and welcome to Ranks for Everything, episode number 15. I am joined by a new guest. It's my friend, Nicole. Hello, Nicole. Hey there. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. I'm excited about today's topic. Do you want to share with our, our listeners what our topic is for today? We are ranking our top 10 favorite Disney movies. Yes, and this is a list that's been a long time coming. I've had several people say, why aren't you doing movies? So I'm doing Disney movies. It's a compromise because I don't watch a lot of movies. I'm not a big movie person, unfortunately. But Disney movies, I'm pretty good at. Although I don't really, I haven't seen them all. Have you seen every single Disney animated movie? Not every single one, no. There's a dark era, like in the early 2000s, like around Dinosaur, Chicken Little, Brother Bear, uh, yeah, Treasure Planet. Yeah, that's when I kind of dropped off them too, yeah. I never saw I... any of those movies I just named. Have you seen any of those? Only Dinosaur. I never even saw a Dinosaur. Was it good? I personally do like it. I do like it. Disney's uh, animation with the computer CGI was kind of coming, you know, to where it is now. That's I think, was the transition movie. That was like the first CGI. I have, yeah. I think I saw Bolt. That was like one of the ones I saw that was slightly later. And then I've started to see mm-hmm. like the more recent ones like Wreck-It Ralph. I do have, okay, looking at my list, I have exactly one CGI movie on my entire list. How many do you have? Um, three. Wow, okay, okay, so this is going to be good. We won't have a lot of crossover. And the other thing is, uh, if you have an item that we both share, don't tell me. Like, if I say my number 10 is, let's say, the rescue is down under, and your number 8 is, don't tell me till you get to number 8. Just say nothing. Yeah, yeah, no. So it's a surprise. I don't know what your list is. You don't know what my list is. Um, Yeah, no. So do you have any honorable mentions that do not make your top 10 you want to talk about? I do. I have two. Oh, me too. Perfect. Okay. Tell me them. Okay. Um, What's your first? They are uh, Fox and the Hound. Okay. Interesting choice. And Mulan. Very interesting choice. Neither of those made my list. So why Fox and the Hound and why Mulan? Uh, I... There, there's a trend um, in my list. You'll see when we get to it. Um, but I always <laughs> gravitate to something with animals. Oh, um, okay, Fox okay. And Hound, Fox and the Hound. Um, uh, it's, it's something that was more. Well, they are honorable mentions because of the sentimentality that I have to them. What from from when I was little. Um, that I was obsessed with watching them constantly, but as I got older, it was more of I gravitated towards others, such as the ones in my list. But I, they're just really honorable mentions because I, I can't mention a top ten without saying these two at least somewhere. Oh, I understand. Some I way. understand. So those are those are good choices, and I don't think I've seen Fox and the Hound more than once. But Mulan, and actually, I've only seen Mulan once, but Mulan has some pretty great music and. It has a fun plot, so I can totally get behind those two choices. I'm curious if you have any controversial ones on your list, such as The Black Cauldron. No? No. Okay, me neither. Uh, so I have two honorable mentions. One of mine is Alice in Wonderland. I saw it a lot as a kid. I like the music. It's a fun movie and mm-hmm. definitely one of my favorites, but didn't make my top ten. And Pocahontas, another one. Love the songs. I, sh- I can't base this on just the music alone, although some of these, the music is a factor, but Pocahontas I saw in theaters, and I did enjoy it. I don't think I've seen it since I saw it in theaters, but I have fond memories of it. Okay. So we'll have to find out if either of those two are on your list. And uh, what, how did you make your list before we get started? I actually did it in the reverse order. I went with my top three and kind of worked my way down 
from there instead of doing least favorite to best? That's a good way to do it. Yeah, I, 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 t- I, I took every single Disney movie that was made. All it was like sixty or fifty nine. I can't remember how many. Do you remember how many there are? Um, from what I looked at the list of like Disney theatrical animated canon movies, there was um, I think exactly sixty with like yes. two or three upcoming in the next few years. Raya and the Last Dragon is the last one. Yes, it was exactly I never saw sixty. That. I never saw that one. I know it was fifty nine. I, I couldn't either. remember, but. Yeah, I, I basically took the entire list and I whittled down the ones I didn't see, obviously, and then I whittled down the ones I didn't really care for. And it was pretty easy. I got down to about 20 and then I'm like, okay, is this on my list? No. And then I just kept going. So mm-hmm. let's just jump right in. What is your number 10, 10th favorite Disney movie of all time? The Great Mouse Detective. Wow, that's an interesting choice. That's interesting. Okay, tell me why. Um, I had to create this list based on what hit me really in the present. I tried to stray away from the childhood sentimentality because I do actively watch Disney movies. Um, I have always, ever since I could start reading, loved anything Sherlock Holmesian, and especially it doesn't disappoint with this movie with the um, eccentric uh, behavior of the Sherlock Holmes character, which in this case is the mouse Basil, and uh, just the hilarity of any kind of John Watson character of being thrown into the crazy situations that, of course, any Sherlockian movie would bring. So it just honestly, it had those two themes in it that you also see in any other Sherlock Holmes movies with the um, pet with the. Uh, uh, what's his name? Who played Iron Man? Which actor was that? Iron Man, not Robert Downey Jr., is it? Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, every, everyone says that they love, you know, him and Iron Man, but honestly, I love him as playing Sherlock Holmes and, uh, and, and of course, the uh, Bendik uh, Cumberbatch uh, BBC series. Oh, yeah. So, like, just the same um, eccentric behavior is, like, evident in this movie in, in an animal anthropomorphic form and so anything that is anthropomorphic plus Sherlock Holmes but it had to be top 10 compared to everything else <laughs> good choice I've only seen that movie once so I don't really have a strong opinion on it but I don't say it's I can't say it's my favorite but I don't have like a negative opinion about it either I'm just neutral so that's mm-hmm. a good choice so my number 10 is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and okay. I had to go classic and it's the first Disney movie ever made and just a great movie overall with lots of memorable characters that everyone knows. Most people can name the seven dwarfs, so some people can't because it's kind of like a challenge. Can you name the seven dwarfs? Oh, gee. I'm um, putting you on the spot. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I could do it if you can't. Um, I'll try. And whichever ones I don't make, I guess you could fill in the blanks. Um, okay. Doc, Happy, Dopey, Grumpy, Bashful, Sneezy, uh, Seven. <laughs> I think you got five. Five oh. or six. Oh, I You're thought missing... I got six. Let me, let me try. Let me try. Doc, dopey, grumpy, happy, sleepy, sneezy, bashful. Oh, sleepy. I miss, yes, I, I that, miss sleepy. That's a, isn't that a rare talent, talent I have? I should really market that now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little zen. But Snow White has good music, and it's just a classic. It's not in my top. I mean, it is my top ten, but it's not like my top five, but. Yeah. I like it. We'll have to find out if it's on your list. Is it possible it's on your list or no? No. Okay, then that's fair. You can tell me. I mean, you know what? You can tell me if something's on your list, but you don't have to tell me where. Yeah, So we no. could say if we do a yeah. crossover. Okay. 
So what is your number nine? Number nine is Tangled. Wow. Okay. Go on. Tell me why. Um, I never saw it um, until I uh, started uh, dating my boyfriend. Um, for some reason, I was just kind of against watching it. I don't know what I had against it. I had some <laughs> kind of preconceived notion as to what I thought it was. Um, but um, uh, it's uh, honestly one of his top three favorite uh, Disney movies. And uh, he kind of turned me on to it. And we've watched it so often that I just kind of grew to love the characters and just the feuding between Flynn and Maximus is just what really rides the movie for me. <laughs> well, now it's in your top 10. So he definitely made it. Uh, he made it into one of your favorite movies, Disney yes. movies. Yes, yeah. He did. I, I'll be honest. I don't think I've sat through the entire film. I've fallen asleep. <laughs> so I, I probably should give it another chance though, based on what you're saying. I don't have a negative opinion. Kind of like, I probably have a higher opinion of that than great mass detective because I know it's a big Disney film, but it's one I just never really got super into. Not on my list, but okay. good choice. So my number nine is another classic, one of the first few movies, and that is Pinocchio. Okay. And I like Pinocchio because it has a nice storyline. It has some iconic characters in Pinocchio, Geppetto, Monster of the Whale. And I just like the music. And many people don't know this. I actually did trivia at the, my library that I work at. And one of the th questions was, what is the opening song from Pinocchio? And most people didn't know it. Do you know what it is? Um, isn't that When You Wish Upon a Star? Yes, and that's a very, not, I'm very impressed, Nicole. Most people don't know that When You Wish Upon a Star came from Pinocchio. I don't know why they don't know that, but that's the song. And it actually opens with the movie and Jiminy Cricket sings it. So I was just going to say, wasn't it the voice actor who, who did Jiminy? Yes. So okay. it's, that's just like iconic Disney song. And the movie is fun. It's a little bit dark. But a lot, it's, a lot of people that I've spoken to that they equate when you wish upon a star to being with Cinderella. Yeah, not even Cinderella has um, a dreamers or wish your heart makes, which is not even close yeah, to being. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so for some reason they kind of swap them. Yeah, I think people don't know that, but you know, Disney fans like us, we know our stuff. Did yeah. <laughs> is, is Pinocchio on your list or no? It's not. Wow. So we have no crossover. This is fun. I have a feeling though, <laughs> my top three are pretty. Uh, well-liked movie so we'll see if we get to that we'll see all right what is okay. your number eight my number eight is at Adla Adla english atlantis <laughs> the lost empire wow your your list is very interesting okay tell me why <laughs> i've never seen that movie uh what yeah you haven't seen brian <laughs> that's around that that's around that dark era of disney we spoke about i know but that's one of the oh i just it's it's like one of the the most indie as as a uh, Disney can can get indie movies. It's the the animation is just very unique uh, to to the the normal two D style. It's kind of Tarzan-y um, with its uh, drawing of the characters, um, but um, I I just like how it's very relatable to the human nature. It's it's not anthropomorphic at all, so it's like one of the couple of outliers on my list. But um, it uh, it's a very uh, you know it's it's very unusual. It's uh, very no mythical. music, no songs. Yeah, no, it's how dare I, they? I just love anything that has a deep lore and a mythology to it. Um, so. 
Atlantis really was strong in the world building for that universe, and that really struck with me. Isn't Treasure Planet a sequel or no? It's not. Okay, I don't know what I'm talking about then. Yeah, I've never seen this movie, so I will have to try it now based on your word. I'll have to. I don't have Disney Plus anymore. I should have. I should have watched it when I had the chance. But uh, yeah, I'll have to check. I'll have to check that one out. It's definitely. I never, never seen it. Interesting. Yeah, not on my list. <laughs> so far, zero okay. crossover. All right, my number eight is a classic from the '70s, and it has excellent music and one of my favorites. It it does have anthropomorphic animals. It is the Jungle Book. Okay. And I've seen that movie a lot. And I like the storyline of Mowgli becoming friends with Baloo. Baloo's a very memorable character. Has some odd parts, especially the vultures. I'm not a fan of the vultures. But it's been a year since I've seen that movie, but I have good memories of it. And I like the live-action version, too. We're not judging the live-action, but the, the animated movie is really good. Is it on your list or no? It's not. Okay. What are your thoughts on The Jungle Book? Uh, the, uh, the, the king orangutan... Always King scared Louis. me. Yeah, King Louis yeah. is kind of creepy. He he scared me. Ka scared me. Yeah, Ka is scary too, and so is um Shere Khan. Yeah, Shere Shere Khan. I I actually I find him to be one of the few villains that actually has a valid point. <laughs> um, because <laughs> like, uh, the actual movie itself is supposed to be like how like humans can damage the the wildlife environment, and so like you know. Right and uh, rightly so, he fears man because they can control fire, and and uh, he thinks Mowgli will be will bring detriment to the forest, which, you know, so I mean, I I get it as far as the deeper meaning behind it, but he's uh he's a, he's actually one of the few villains I think that actually has a point. <laughs> well, let me ask you: Would it be in your top twenty or no? It honestly probably wouldn't. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. It's okay. I mean, I I like it. All right, what is your number seven? My number seven is The Lion King. Okay, there is going to be crossover, but I'm not going to tell you where. Continue. Okay. Um, this is where um, the childhood uh, sentimentality starts to come into the list. Um, that uh, it's one of the first five movies I saw growing up and uh, was the first Disney movie I saw in theaters when it was Oh, released. nice. Yeah, I have um, one of those on my list. So um, it's just, something i've always watched and i do love um anything that's um a remake of something classical so uh, as the hardcore disney fans know the lion king is a anthropomorphic remake of shakespeare's hamlet yes uh, so i just absolutely adore anything that, that that is classical and anything that is a remake like sherlock holmes and uh, great mass detective that that's kind of a remake of the sherlock holmesian um idea so it's just kind of in that same vein. Good choice. I'll, I will talk about mine in the future. Maybe not so far away, but a little further away. That's a good choice. So my number seven is a another old movie. In fact, I have two more older movies and everything's strictly modern. Modern-ish. So my number seven is Sleeping Beauty. Okay. And it gave birth to one of the most iconic Disney villains, which is Maleficent. Uh, mm -hmm. It had a hero in The Prince, and it had a Sleeping Beauty who never really said many lines. It also had the three fairies who are fun characters. Great songs. Once Upon a Dream, I love that song. And I remember seeing that when I was a kid. It was a reissue because I wasn't alive when the first time it came out, but it was in theaters in the 80s, maybe early 90s. And I remember I was terrified of when she pricks her thing, finger 
on the, the, the uh, spindle, the spinning mm-hmm. wheel. And it shows yep. like a drop of blood. And I was like, this is so disgusting. I was like, I covered my eyes. <laughs> was, <laughs> that's all I remember. But I remember and the dragon's very scary. When, when the prince kills the dragon, spoiler alert, it's like blood comes out. And it's like, ugh. I remember mm-hmm. I was so grossed out. But I still like that movie. So I was, <laughs> it was a good movie. Is it on your list or no? It's not. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. So we only have one crossover so far. So people are going to get a lot of uh, good options for their, and there's no money involved. But, you know, for their... For their brains. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what is your number six? My number six is 101 Dalmatians. Wow. Not on my list. Okay. Continue. Um, it's, uh, again, one of the few first Disney movies. And I just grew up absolutely loving dogs. I am the biggest dog person on the planet. And when I was little, when I before I got my first dog um, that I ended up actually not naming the name that I was in love with since I was little. I've always wanted to name my first dog Penny from the 15 Dalmatians that were um, part of Pongo and Purdy's uh, litter. But um, I've just always uh, loved anything with dogs and I just found the... um, the art style of the humans that like they kind of made them look very strange, which I kind of assumed is like, you know, even though you're seeing it from a third party perspective, they definitely drew all of the the animals to scale to properly the cat, uh, you know, the captain, the sergeant and the colonel um, in the barn and the cows uh, in the uh, in the other barn. Uh, they, they like drew all of the animals normally, but they would blow out the human's proportion into a very strange way. And I was like, okay, even though we're seeing this from a third party point of view, as I got older, I realized maybe that's how the dogs are seeing us. That's an interesting like looking, idea. Into looking very strange and lanky and long limbed, especially like, like how Cruella and Jasper are. Um, but, uh, that 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 I just kind of found, you know, different theories of my own. I didn't I didn't look up anything, but I just really came up with these different theories and like and like why people were drawn that way. And it just intrigued me into even more away from the cutesiness of the puppies into more of like, you know, maybe through through a dog's eyes, that's how humans look. So it just intrigued me, and that's why it's up at at, at a number six. <laughs> good good answer and good choice. Not on my list, but. I do like that movie, so I have no, 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 uh, nothing bad to say about it. I wouldn't, it probably wouldn't make my top twenty, but maybe my top twenty-five or t- top thirty. But definitely, it's definitely in the, the upper half of Disney movies. Okay. So my number six is my last older movie, and it is the classic Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. And I grew up watching this movie. I also loved the Mary Martin one, the live-action one with. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Have you? Uh, where where she's Peter? Yeah, I think so. That was a great one, but I love, I love the you know the the theme of it. Never growing up. I love Neverland. I also love Captain Hook. He's kind of like a he's a little scary. I used to think he was scary, and he's not very nice. But he has the the foil and the crocodile, and you know, good music, just like a happy overall fun movie. Is it on yeah. your list? It's not. Wow, interesting. So, what, <laughs> do you like Peter Pan? It's okay. Um... It just was one of those movies that, like, if anything, I just felt so bad for for Nana for the whole time. Oh, yeah, because she's just flying around. Oh, I just felt so bad for Nana. (laughs) 
Plus, the Disney ride is awesome, even though it's really short. It does remind me of the Disney ride, too, but I like mm-hmm. Peter Pan. I also used to like the Kingdom Hearts version of Peter Pan as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely unrelated, but yeah. yeah. Good. Would it be in your top 30? Probably. Okay, that's good. Fair. All right, what is your number five? My number five is one of my favorite Disney princesses, Cinderella. Wow. Okay. Not on my list. Continue. Um, just ever since I was uh, little, my, uh, my, my mom would always um, liken me to two, between two uh, Disney princesses and Cinderella being one of them because, of course, I was blonde. Uh, much more blonde when I was little than I am now. Um, and uh, just, she would just always call me her little Cinderella. And uh, just just the uh, sentimentality and just always watching it. I love all of the songs and, and, and all of the mice are just so cute and funny. It's just one of those feel-good Disney movies to me. It's a fun movie and it has the ugly stepsisters and most people don't know their names. Do you know their names? Anastasia and uh, Drusilla. Yes, very nice. Yeah, and and the lady, the mother is Lady Tremaine, which most people yep. don't know either. Yeah, that's a good choice. It's not in my top ten. Probably be. I think it was on my short list though. It could have been in my top fifteen. So okay, I, I like that choice. So my number five is The Lion King, and for a lot of the same reasons that you said, I remember my brother was obsessed with The Lion King, and every single day his friend would come over after school and they would watch it together. The same movie over and over again. So <laughs> I saw it a lot and I like the music. I like the storyline. The characters are wonderful and the animation's good. I remember the circle of life when it started, like that, that scene was amazing. I'm like, wow, the animation, this is so good. Mm-hmm. And it's just such an iconic opening song. So it is. yeah, I love, I love Lion King. What is your number four? My number four is Lady and the Tramp. Wow, also not on my list. <laughs> okay, <laughs> tell me why. Well, again, dogs. And uh, because also as I got older, I realized that um, Lady and the Tramp is very much inspired from actually Walt Disney's personal life. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if you know, but uh, his wife's uh, favorite dog was a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, just like Lady is. And um, he actually also gave her um, the, the a dog that they had um, in a hat box, just like Lady was given to uh, Darling. And um, it, it, uh, I, I, I grew to appreciate um, how much he put his personal life into movie. Um, and when I was little, I absolutely adored all of the neighborhood dogs, uh, Trusty, Jacques, Lady. I just liked the whole environment and just that traditional, you know, uh, New England, American, you know, family. And uh, it's it's a, one of those, another kind of like a feel good. And I even liked the the sequel to it, which many people were kind of hit and miss with too, with that one. I but. The yeah, the, I, I like that movie. I have to say though, I confuse the side characters from Lady and the Tramp versus 101 Dalmatians. Okay. Because there's like a lot of like other animals and they're not really that important to the story. They mean, which is the one where the animal dies and like the dog's howl? Is that, uh, is that Lady and the Tramp? Well, or is it? Yeah, yeah, but, but a trustee that doesn't die, he just broke his leg. Is there, is there a dog that dies? 
or an animal um, that dies in one of those two movies? Am I make, making this up in my head? Where, like, the do- there's a scene where um, the animals howl. All the animals howl. All the dogs. Uh, well, well, for the Twilight Bark, when the puppies are first stolen, there's where uh, Pongo and Purdy start, uh, you know, making the chain of, uh, you know, playing telephone of barking around London. And, That's not what and, I remember. And the city no. pans out from London, all the dogs howling. And then in Lady and the Tramp, when they're trying to chase the the uh, pound uh, driver with the horse-drawn carriage down to the pound to save Tramp from being euthanized, um, that uh, Trusty is hit by the wagon. That's and, what I uh, remember. Jacques is howling in the rain. That's, yes, like, yes, scared, yes. Scared that he died. Yeah. But he's, he just broke his leg. Yeah. I think I thought he died. Oh. <laughs> I don't. No. Th- that's, what I, that's what my brain remembers. <laughs> I don't remember that, but now that you told me he has a happier ending, I feel better. But I do remember that that scene, and that sticks in my head. It was like traumatic as a kid. Oh. I didn't like that scene. So good choice, though. Not in my top, but definitely like. Well, I, I, it was on my short list as well. It was like in my top twenty. I was whittling down, like it didn't make it. But so mm-hmm. my number four is my newest movie on the list, and is the only CGI movie I have, and it is Frozen. And okay. I, it's grown on me. I saw it with some coworkers in the last two years, and the music is amazing. Excellent soundtrack. I thought it was just, it's a good movie, fun plot, very memorable characters, and I like this. I just like it overall. And I didn't like Frozen 2 that much, though, I have to say. I thought it was not even close to it being as good. But Frozen I've seen probably about three times, which is a lot for me from any movie that's, like, not a classic from my childhood. So... I, that's why I made it on my list. Is it on your list? Um, Maybe. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. I, I think I know what you're going to say. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> All right. What, what is your number three? My number three is my absolutely favorite Disney princess, Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Okay. That is on my list. I'm not going to tell you where, but continue. Um. The other Disney princess my mom always equated me to was Belle because bookworm, but uh, also because I just like how Belle, she, even though she is one of the quote unquote traditional Disney princesses, she, for that time period that it, that, that it took place, she was the most independent and the most out, outwardly intellectual one, at least oh, to definitely. the face of everyone else. And she didn't care how she was uh, perceived, un- unlike many of the others. Um, but um, I just, I just like the story, the the sweetness to it. I know people find it weird that she, you know, loves Beast, but I'm like, it probably, you know, like who's to say it was officially when she said she loved him, she could have loved him as a friend. Like who's yeah. to say that it had to be romantic? And you know, it's Disney. It has a nice message. Turn, turn, yeah. So it's like, you know, you can save someone by, by loving them, essentially, you know, so. No, great answer. You'll see. It's on my list. Not for Maybe soon. You'll find out. Okay. My number three is one of my favorite Disney movies. It is 1989's The Little Mermaid. Okay. And is it on your list? No. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I've seen it a lot. Love the music. Love Part of Your World is one of my favorite songs to sing. And... Ursula is an awesome villain and just I've seen it probably five or six seven times which is not a ton but I've seen it a lot and I always enjoyed it and I think it's just a fun movie and lots of like 
like the action scene in the beginning where Flanders being chased by the shark, mm-hmm. just and her her sisters and how they're like so unimportant to the movie, but just <laughs> just a good movie. What are your thoughts on Little Mermaid? Um, it it was okay. Ursula gave me nightmares, and so did Jetsam and Floatsam. Yeah, that's um, scary. They, I, anything with like glowing eyes when I was little, I was petrified of them. Plus those um, creatures they turn into, that they turn the people into when she's, when she like, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. she does those, to them. Those, those like little like algae wisp things. I don't know. They're so sad. Like, They're very oh, sad. Yeah. Like it just gave me nightmares, especially the point uh, where um, Eric uh, stabs Ursula with the ship's hull. Oh yeah. Like that just, oh God. That's she's scary. Just, oh. She's scary. <laughs> but she's a good villain. She's probably one of the best she villains, is. I think. But I can understand yeah, why it would yeah. make it top fifteen yeah. or top twenty. Um, yeah, twenty, I would say. I, okay. Yeah. There's so many good Disney movies. It's hard to choose. It's hard to say. Yeah, just the making this list of ten. It was like at least an hour. It took me. It was hard. What What is your yeah. number two? Your second favorite Disney movie? Believe it or not, it is Zootopia. Wow. Okay, I like Zootopia. <laughs> it wouldn't be in my top ten, but it's a fun movie. Why, why Zootopia? Um, especially now at this age, I just find that it's so relatable because it's someone who would feasibly be in their twenties and they're, and, and they had left home They're they're out on their own. And it it definitely gives, um, a very strong relatable vibe to something that is very so strongly anthropomorphic, but it like. I guess because it gives one of those um, those nice, fuzzy little lessons and tie it up w- with a bow and make it look all nice and pretty, even though it definitely has, has different, you know, controversial underlying uh, themes that it brings up. But, you know, I mean, everyone finds controversy everywhere. But, um, you know, it's, it's a, one of those relatable movies. And in recent years, I just grew to appreciate it a lot. More. They've also, I think it has great world building. It's like the world of Zootopia is a pretty amazing world, and they've done a lot, great job, like fleshing out the characters and oh, making yeah, it feel like and, it's a and universe. Setting up all the different environments for the different species that live there, you know, yeah. that, that you see in the opening sequence with the train. But yeah, I just, it would definitely, it would be my upper half. Them. I only saw yeah. it once. I've only seen it one time, but I do like it. Oh, I, I, I rewatch it actively a lot. <laughs> Probably also helps that your boyfriend is into Disney, too, so he's probably like, let's watch a Disney movie today. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> For me, it's like, I gotta, I gotta kind of push myself to watch it, but no, that's a good choice. So, my number two is, probably would have been my number one if you asked me about five years ago, but I actually watched my number one and number two, like, I think in the same week, and I decided that I was going to switch up the order. So, my number two is Aladdin. Is it on your okay. list or no? It's not. Okay. So... I saw Aladdin in the theaters. I think I saw it three times in the theaters. I've probably seen it about seven or eight times since it was released on VHS and DVD. Love the music. Love the story. The genie is awesome. And just the whole, like, Arabian Nights theme with the three wishes. And just mm-hmm. Jafar is a very scary, creepy villain. Just, it's yeah. an icon. Aladdin is an, icon- an iconic Disney movie. I think it's one of the best that they've made. Not my favorite, but... It was for a long time until my number one over, overshadowed it. Okay. So what are, you, what are your thoughts on Aladdin? Um, I just was always middle of the road with Aladdin. Um, if anything, to me, Genie kind of owned the show. Um, 
He's a little annoying. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I think the genie is overrated. He's funny, but I kind of like Aladdin. I like Jasmine. I like Abu. Uh, I I could not stand Abu for the life of me. I'm sorry, but he's one of those side characters that I cannot stand. Well, he's a little selfish. Yeah, he's a little selfish. What about Raja? Raja's cool. Yeah, I love the tiger and the carpet. The yes, and ca- carpet. Carpet's the best. <laughs> they have some carpet. cool side characters. That's another. That there's another topic, Nicole. When I asked you back to do another episode, the top ten side characters in Disney movies, sidekicks like uh, Animal yeah. Friends. Yeah. That would yeah, be a fun. I like list. that. I like. Yes. Yes. That that would be very fun. There's a lot of them. I like Percy from Pocahontas. Okay. Yeah. I I like Miko. Miko's cute, but Percy does has a change of heart, which I like in movies. Yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so what is your number one favorite Disney movie of all time? Uh, I kind of alluded to it, um, you know, ask me a couple of years ago, I probably would have said um, a, di- a different one. My list has shuffled recently, um, but it's Frozen 2. <laughs> Frozen 2? It is. Uh, did I hear you incorrectly? <laughs> okay. Well, okay. I'm going to say before you say anything, I like, I like a lot of the songs. The first time I heard them, I'm like, these songs are annoying. And then like, they grew on me a lot. Like, I like almost all the songs from that movie. The one where Olaf screams is extremely annoying. But, um, like, I like the, um, is it Some Things Never Change? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the opening song. That's a fun song. And, of course, the one that uh, Elsa sings, uh, I forgot the name of it, the one where she does the duet with the... the, the Into the, the Unknown. Um, yes, the that's unknown. a great song. So Frozen 2, excellent music. I didn't like the plot. I fell asleep. So let's see why you like it so much. Right. Why is it your... I fell asleep. Okay, what's your number? Why is it your number one? Um, I just, I the the graphics, the the anime. Oh my god, just the environments that they expanded, the world building of it, and a lot of loose ends were finally tied up with a nice That's little bow. Like there was finally, you have a sense of of completion to it. Um, that uh, just, it's not that they uh make Elsa OP. She she she's not overpowered. They just finally give her a reason as to why she is the way she is. They finally make Anna. They I I feel that they finally give give Anna her due, um, in uh, that she's now um, some kind of authority figure. She's finally um, you know, not seen as just ordinary. Because I'm not sure if you remember in the first Frozen. Uh, that when Elsa disrupts her, her her coronation reception and they start accusing Anna and Anna says, no, 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 I'm just completely ordinary. That's how she felt compared to her sister. And she looked down even on even on, on, on a, herself internally. And now finally in this movie, you see how everyone, even even Kristoff has actually matured and and, 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 and and they keep on maturing. They they create and uh, and uh, f- fulfill their their character arcs, and um, that uh, you just finally see like okay, I'm not worried about them anymore. They're everyone is growing up, and they're going to continue growing up. Everyone's okay. Like I just like where where you finally have like a sense of completion, plus the amazing soundtrack, the graphics, and just kind of knowing where everyone lies in the world. And it, yes, just yeah, everything. Yes. <laughs> So you're saying I should try watching it again? Yes, and don't fall. Asleep. I actually, 
I actually took it home with me before the library closed, before the pandemic, and I had it with me the entire time the library was closed because they weren't taking back items. So I remember watching it, and I fell asleep. I never tried watching it. But I also don't have a DVD player. I guess I could put it on my PlayStation. But I I had a portable DVD player, and when I put the DVDs in, it would get very, very hot to the point where it almost burned my hand. So I actually just, like, I I threw it out, actually. So, uh, But I'll have to try watching it. I'll try watching it again. So my number one, you could probably guess, because I alluded to it earlier, and mm-hmm. that is Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. And for all the reasons you said, the Belle's an excellent character, the music is amazing, the story is amazing, and Gaston's a cool villain. Not really that cool. I mean, you know, he's not very nice, but... He's, yeah, but he's like a feasible one. He's feasible. He's just an ordinary guy. He has not many superpowers. I mean, he does create a mob, but he's not yeah, like... but I mean, anyone can who's an eccentric like that <laughs> he's obsessed with bell and he wants he thinks he's protecting her he has his best intentions and i also like the side characters the all the animated um furniture pieces and you know like mrs potts lumiere also um lefou is a pretty cool character just a very good strong cast all the characters are memorable and it's just it's an iconic disney movie and every single song is excellent so mm-hmm. that's why it's my number one. And it's, I feel like it's not going to be, it probably won't be replaced. My opinion might change again in the future, but it's going to stay number one for a long time. So just, uh, you don't have to go into detail, but how do you feel about the live action of it? The remake that they did? Not so great. Okay. I've seen most of these live action remakes and except for the jungle book, I didn't see Mulan, but I wasn't that impressed by Beauty and the Beast. I thought it was subpar compared to the movie. I mean, okay. I like what they did with curious. some of the... No, they fleshed out LeFou, and they fleshed... You know, they added some more songs, but not not crazy. I, I feel like a lot of these movies, they should stay animated. I didn't, I didn't even see the Aladdin one. I probably should. Did you see it? Mm, I did. Was it good? Um, I like the... Well, of course, you can rest in peace. Never replace Robin Williams. but um. I do like the tribute that Will Smith played to him. He, he, he like actively knows he can never fill the same shoes, but he kind of tries to style his own pair while uh, stepping to the same drum beat, if you know what I mean. Oh, like, yeah. uh, so, so definitely he kind of made his own version uh, while still respecting the role and, and, to, and to whom it once belonged to. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I never saw it. I remember the first time I saw a preview was at Disney World. They had it at Epcot in the Walt Disney Presents uh, Museum. Mm -hmm. They're like, come in for a preview of Aladdin. I'm like, wow, this is great. But I never saw it. (laughs) I was like very (laughs) impressed by it. I never saw it. But uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the live action. But that was but I I really enjoyed doing this list. It was fun hearing you talk about it. And I like the fact that we had almost no overlap. We had two movies out of ten. So we had 18 yeah. unique Disney movies, which is a pretty amazing list. And I think it was fun. You gave me some ideas from some other episodes, like Top 10, Sidekicks. I wonder if I could do Top 10 Muppets. What do you think? Um, Probably. I don't know. I have to find someone who loves Muppets. But uh, I think that... That would probably be Nathan. <laughs> okay. Ask him if he wants to do Top 10 Muppets. I will. Because I could do some pretty obscure Muppets. Maybe we can include some Fraggles in there, too. Okay. We'll see. But no, thank you so much for joining me. I really enjoyed talking to you about this. Of course. Likewise. And 
I'm going to have you back possibly for another episode in the future. And everyone, tune in next week for another great episode of...